T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Roe v. Wade was just overturned as I record this podcast. I'm giddy. This was the single greatest, biggest, most profound states' rights victory of my lifetime. Lincoln is rolling over in his grave as the monster he created, the behemoth, the federal government, just took a blow. Because the lying by the media and the left will begin now, let me tell you what this actually means. This was not a ruling on women's rights. It drove me nuts actually watching a lot of the protests because they'd use the word ban, ban my abortion. My liberal friends, I like to watch their social media just to get the temperature of what the left actually thinks and the lies they're repeating, the word ban kept being used. They're banning my abortion. They're taking my abortion. Nobody's taking anybody's abortion. This was not a ruling on abortion, and it was not a ruling on women's rights, period, bar none. This was as pure, high-octane a state's rights ruling as there has ever been. Here's why. Roe was the beginning of abortion being found as a right in the Constitution. But it was the beginning of something much, much bigger and more profound. The Roe ruling, in ways that have nothing to do with abortion, took the leash off the federal government. Because here's the real precedent that it set, and this is the precedent that the Supreme Court just overturned. The idea that you can find rights in the Constitution that are not specifically enumerated. In other words, Roe didn't just mark the enforced legalization by fiat of abortion. No, no, no. Roe was such a much bigger deal than that because Roe was the re- the first time in the modern century that the Supreme Court said, we will make up out of whole cloth a right that is not in the Constitution and we'll guarantee it to people. We'll find something in there that the founders surely must have meant to put, but something that's not in there. Let me break this down in the most simple way. We've stopped pretending as a nation with this ruling. This is profound. This is why the left has moved to violence over this, and it has nothing to do with a woman's right to choose at all. Let me explain why. Here's the problem with abortion. The Supreme Court that legalized abortion through Roe v. Wade based that legalization on a woman's right to privacy in the Constitution. Okay, pull up a text copy of the Constitution of Bill of Rights and text search it. See if you can find right to privacy in there. You can't. There is no right to privacy in the Constitution. Period. End of memo. It'd be a disaster if there were, because it'd mean we couldn't do things like search warrants and subpoenas. 
But that's what they based Roe on, the right to privacy, which is not in the Constitution. That led to a whole 50 plus years of law based on made up silly Fruit Loop rights that they dug into the cereal box that is the Constitution and, and I put it in air quotes, found. What this ruling does is reverses a power grab. All it simply says is this was never in our authority to decide. It should have always been decided by the states. Says who? Says what? Well, something actually in the Constitution. It's called the Tenth Amendment. Let me read it to you because it's very simple to understand. Folks, none of this was ever supposed to be complicated. It's the liars who seize power by projecting rights into the Constitution that were not written there. They are the ones who've made it complicated. This should have always been simple. Here's the Tenth Amendment. The power is not delegated to the United States by the Constitution, nor prohibited by it to the states are reserved to the states. Well, in the Roe case, the Supreme Court grabbed those rights, not mentioned in the Constitution, for themselves. This is simply the reversal of that. The issue happens to be abortion, but it could be any number of issues. And that's why the left is flipping out because of the precedent for state rights that this sets. I mean, there's literally no limit to the changes in this country if the Supreme Court majority were to return to actually ruling constitutionally. Let me just give you a bare bones example. And this is what the Democrats are really panicked over. Look, they know in their own states they can pass um, expansive abortion bills if they want now. Abortion is not going anywhere. I wish it was, but it's not. You could use this very same logic to nullify and wipe out the Department of Education, the EPA, the entire federal regulatory permitting process for oil drilling. Shoot, you could wipe out 90% of what the federal government does if you followed this precedent because it's not allowed to the federal government. The misunderstanding of this on the left and in the general population is profound. There's a reason when Alito wrote the original opinion on this, this is breaking right now, so I don't know if he's changed it much. There's a reason that Alito warned that both conservatives and liberals would not like this decision. Why would Alito say that? Because this is being incorrectly reported. The Supreme Court didn't just overturn Roe v. Wade. They overturned Roe v. Wade in a case called Casey. The left, not the right, has been trying to overturn Casey for years. And why does the left want to overturn it? Because they want the ability to execute a child up to the moment of birth. And Casey said, nah, you got to keep it beneath 26 weeks. That's why Casey had to go too. Alito and the majority are arguing, look, the Supreme Court made a mistake in Roe v. Wade and in Casey. We never had the authority to regulate this. This is a state issue. So not only can we not guarantee your right to an abortion in Roe, we can't put a limit on when you can kill the baby. The horrific irony of this is that this ruling, contrary to what your lying liberal friends are, they're probably all confused by listening to NPR anywhere where you can't get the truth no matter what you do. Um, your liberal friends may not realize this, but abortion in America just became exponentially more brutal. Take Vermont, for instance, where they recently voted to allow abortion up to the moment of birth. Can you imagine that? You're, you're, you're literally in labor. The baby hasn't come down the birth canal and you're, you're literally driving down the road trying to decide, do I turn right at the abortion clinic or left at the hospital. 
that's where we are in Vermont. And if Roe and Casey had stayed on the books, um, the court more than likely I mean, definitely would have thrown out the Vermont law. Now it stands. That's a win for the left. But they don't care about that. Folks, I'm telling you, they know what this is about and they don't give a rip about abortion. Not really. What they're terrified of is they cannot build an all-seeing, all-knowing, dictatorial, authoritarian federal government if the Supreme Court embraces, re-embraces, correctly embraces states' rights and returns us to the way the the country operated from the founding. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Until about 120 years ago. Again, Roe is almost more significant because of what it did to states' rights than anything it ever did for abortion. Because the silly made-up rulings cascaded after Roe and got to the point of ridiculousness. And folks, let me tell you, this is why Alito and the majority were moved to rule the way that they did. Because it had gotten ridiculous. Want to do something, anything? Force your will on the people? A will that you could never get elected to office doing? Well, just... Find a right in the Constitution that surely the founders must have meant to put there, but isn't actually there. Um, And then um, assign things you can do. This is how they did gay marriage. But there's another one. This is I think this is what pushed them over the edge. Do you know why we're hearing the transgender rhetoric? We are a lot of people don't understand where this is coming from and the horror behind it. And it is this. In the gay marriage ruling, where they found the right to a gay marriage, not in the Constitution, Justice Kennedy, who wrote the opinion for the majority, created a new right. He called it, because why not? The right to self-identity. It's in the Constitution, he wrote. It's not. What is the right to self-identity? Why, it's the right to have everyone affirm your identity. And at the time, in, in the, those of you who've listened to me for many years know, when the gay marriage ruling came out, uh, the next day I was flipping out over Kennedy's opinion and the right to self-identity. I forecast all of this, the whole transgender situation, the right to self-identity would be used as the basis for speech codes. And I'm telling you, the left doesn't care any more about transgender people than they do about abortion. The whole point of the right to self-identity was that if you identify as another gender, then others under law would be forced to affirm that gender, would be forced to affirm what you say that you are. And even Jonathan Turley, a liberal law professor, um, warned in an interview right after the gay marriage ruling, look, the right to self-identity is going to bump up against the right to free speech, a thing that is actually in the Constitution. So things had gotten so casual at the Supreme Court that it had gone beyond even needing a court majority to make up rights and then justify things like abortion on those rights. Now, it had gotten to the point where random justices writing for the majority would simply create new rights, like the right to self-identity, at a whole cloth. This is what they're putting the brake on. This, I can't tell you how big of a deal this is. This stands a very good chance of finally slaying 
the behemoth federal government that was never supposed to be. This ends a decades-long power grab by the Supreme Court that's been accompanied by a power grab with Congress. Let me give you an example, uh, for instance. But let's take immigration enforcement. There's absolutely nothing in the Constitution that gives Congress the ability to do it. What does that mean? It falls solely to the states. We understood that perfectly up through the early 1900s when Congress was forced to send what are essentially block grants to the states and have them do their own immigration enforcement. Why did Congress do that? Because in the late 1800s, the Supreme Court ruled, and not for the first time, that the federal government had no right to do immigration enforcement. And how did they know that? Well, same way this court knew. Uh, the court that just ruled on Roe knew that they had no right to guarantee the right to an abortion. Simply not in the Constitution. And so what does the Tenth Amendment say? It's reserved to the states. But all of that has been changed. That power seized by Congress and a Supreme Court. In fact, our government really shouldn't be doing anything much but regulating trade between the states, not in the states, between the states, building and providing for the roads, providing for the common defense, you know, militarily. Um, and that's pretty much it. The founders had so intended for the federal government to be very, very weak and do very little that they really didn't even include a funding mechanism for the federal government. It was to be funded entirely through tariffs. Can you imagine how small our government would be if it was funded through tariffs? We actually had to make the idiotic decision to add the 19th Amendment in the early 1900s to get to the income tax. That's how our government got so big. It was never meant to be this big. It shouldn't have anything to do with education or almost anything else. Now, I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself because I don't know um, how much of a precedent that this court is going to recognize in its own role ruling. Neither does the left. That's why they're violent right now. This isn't about this being a threat to abortion. No, no. This is a threat to the authoritarian power that they crave. This could be an ender. Folks, do you understand now for the Democrat, they must have the full, powerful authoritarian power of the federal government or they can't do anything that they want to do, right? So do you understand now why when the guy went to Kavanaugh's house and tried to assassinate him, Nancy Pelosi... Joe Biden and Chuck Schumer, the top three leaders of the Democrat Party, did not condemn the attempted assassination because this is the level of desperation they have as their fake federal government built on fake premises potentially crumbles before their eyes. Now, we don't know if the Supreme Court is going to hold to this standard, but it's a big glaring one. And the Democrats know what it means. And they know this isn't about women's rights. It's about what the Constitution actually says and returning to that to save a nation. Folks, do you know what this is, too, in, in, a, in a funny way? Th this is the best way to heal our nation. We have become so profoundly different as peoples. We simply cannot live together. It makes sense for the states to take radically different paths, and we all kind of just get together for common defense. That's about the only way this country is going to make it another century intact without mega bloodshed. It really is. And this is what Alito is doing. This is a gift from the majority. It is saying, in your states, go live the way you want. And the trade-off is what the founders intended. You cannot force people in other states to live the way that you want. 
However, you can live and experience your own version of freedom in your own states, and it is going to increasingly be radically different. You know how I, what I liken it to? Do you remember like back in the 60s and 70s, you got into a car accident and the windshield would shatter in the shards? Those shards might well kill you. Well, then they started building windshields to shatter into those little round balls. They're pretty safe, right? In other words, they built windshields to break so that they wouldn't do maximum damage, maximum uh, bloodshed um, when there was a car accident. That's how the founders built the country. They built the country to shatter in the way the modern windshields shatter into harmless little glass balls. This Supreme Court just blessed America with a way forward, a way in which two completely incompatible cultures, freedom and fascism, authoritarianism, centrality of government, and decentralized government, freedom-loving people could live together. Pray we don't squander it. With Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.